Today's Dafa Samach Beis. We're starting from the top of the Amma discussing Alachas Beis Akisei. Tanya, Amr Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said, Pamachas Nechdasti Achar Rabbi Shul Beis Akisei. I once followed Rabbi Shul into the bathroom. This was in Yehuda. Vlimati Men Gimel Drum. I learned three things from him. Vlimati She'ein Nifnin Mezuchumayr. We don't relieve ourselves facing east or west. Elotzaf and Vedarm, rather north and south. Vlimati She'ein Nifrain Muumad. We don't expose ourselves standing. El Miyushev, rather sitting. Vlimati. I also learned She'ein Mekanchem Yemin. We don't clean ourselves with our right hand. El Bismal, rather with the left hand. Amr Lebe Nazi Ben Azai told him, You're so brazen-faced to your Rebbe that you followed him into the bathroom. It's Torah, I need to learn it. And there's no comparison hearing something and actually seeing it in practice. Tanya Ben Azai himself says, I once followed Rebbe Kiva Lebe Sakisi into the bathroom. I learned the same three things from him. I learned the same three things from him. You're so brazen-faced to your master, to your Rebbe. He told him, I need to learn it. It's Taira. Now, another interesting story of learning Taira from a Rebbe in a real practical way. Rav Kahana, all Rav Kahana went in Gana to say Pure de Rav. He laid under the bed of Rav. He heard that he spoke and laughed with his wife, and then he did his needs. This is referring to Tashmish. Amr Leis, Rav Kahana told him, Dami Pume Da'aba, your mouth is like Kidaloi Sharif Tavshila, as if you have not swallowed food. Meaning, the way that you performed the whole process of Tashmish with your wife seemed like you, you never really had food. And it's like you were just trying to have it just for your enjoyment. And really, the reason why Rav was doing this is to make it pleasurable for his wife. Amr Leis, he told him, Kahana, Hachat, Kahana, you're here? Pike, you have to go out. It's improper for you to be here. Amrullah, he told him, It's Tyra, and I need to learn it. Now, why is it that we don't wipe with our right hand? Elbismal only with our left hand. Because the Torah was given with the right hand. Shinamar says, From his right hand, meaning from Hashem's right hand, so the fire of the law was given. Because the mouth is, the hand is very close to the mouth, meaning you use it to eat with. Because you use it to tie tefillin on your hand. Because when the person who's staying next to Balkari, shows him how to do the proper trup so he motions with his right hand so the right hand is chashev. Because you eat with it because you write with it because you show the Balkare how to read with the right hand. More halachas regarding Beis HaKisei. Amr of Tanachem Barchani Loi. Kol HaTsunua Beis HaKisei. Anyone that's modest in a Beis HaKisei needs to mishlash HaDvarim is saved from three things. Menan HaChashim and HaKravim from snakes and scorpions because if he's modest that means he's quiet and he's not going to awaken them and they won't bite him. And from Shadim that hang out in the Beis HaKisei because they're not going to disturb a modest person. Even a person's dreams will be settled for him. The Shadim won't appear to a modest person in their dreams. There was a Beis HaKisei in Tveria. When two people would go into it. A few people, even during the day, Mitziki, they were damaged by the shadim that were there. They would go into it. Each one alone, they weren't damaged. Amri Rabbanu told them, "You're not afraid that you're going to be damaged." Amri Lihu, they told him, Anan Kabbalah Gemrina, and we have a tradition, Kabbalah, our tradition, to base regarding a bathroom is Snusu Shtikusa, that you need to be modest and quiet, and Kabbalah di Yisure, and our Kabbalah that we have regarding afflictions that come upon a person is Shtikusa, a person should be quiet and not ask Hashem why it's happening, we by Rachme, he should just ask for mercy. 
Now, more about safety in a base akise where there's a lot of shadim. Abaye, so Abaye, Marbe le ime, his nursemaid raised for him, Imra, a sheep, lemeil bahadeh le base to follow him into the base akise so that he wasn't alone. Ask the Gemara, Vilibri gade, why didn't she raise a goat for him? So he say, Seir beseir mechlev, goat will get exchanged with a goat. The shade of the base akise is similar to a goat, so therefore perhaps that shade will take the form of the goat that's following Abaye and it could damage him. That's why she raised a sheep and not a goat. More about being safe in a base like say Rava, make me the Haviresha. Before Rava was the Rosh Hashiva, Mekarkasha lay Basrav Chizda, Amguza, Balikna. Uh, Basra of Chizda, who was the daughter of uh, the daughter of Chizda, who was his wife, would shake for him a nut in some sort of receptacle in order to scare away the shadim and the snakes and scorpions. Basra the Malach, after he was appointed as Rosh Hashiva, so now the danger is greater because he's a greater person. Avdelei Kavasa, she made a window in her house. Uman and she would actually put her hand on his head while he while he was relieving himself because now it's as if there's two people, so now he won't be damaged by the shadim. Amar Ula, Acheri Hageder Nifnamiad. If a person is relieving himself on the other side of a fence, he could defecate right there. He doesn't have to go away. He doesn't have to walk further away from the fence. But if he's going to open field, he has to distance himself as far enough away that if he passes wind, his friend won't hear him. Isi Barnason argues and he says, if he's on the other side of the fence, he still has to distance himself far enough that if he passes wind, his friend won't hear him. If he's in an open field, it's as long as his friend doesn't see him, that's how far away he has to go. Asks on Isi Barnasan's opinion, people that are inside the olive press and they're guarding it to make sure that no one is matami the olives, but they need to relieve themselves. So they're allowed to leave the olive press, and defecate on the other side of the fence, and the olives are still tahar. So we see that a person doesn't have to go so far. He really could stay right on the other side of the fence. The Gemara says no, but tahar sakelu, that people that want to keep the olives tahar, we were more makel and we didn't require a person to go so far away. Tashma, the Gemara tries to bring another question against Isi Barnason. Kami yirchaku a person who's watching olives, not at the olive plus, he's just watching the olives to make sure that they're not going to become tame. How far away are they allowed to go to relieve themselves and the olives are still going to be tahar, kadeshi ra'eu, as long as you could still see the olives. So we see that you don't have to go so far away that people can't see you, which was Isi Barnason's opinion. So we say, no, shani achitaris, people that are going to eat all their food, betahara, even though they don't have to, dakilu barabanan, their abanan were more makel with them. Now Rav Ashi, um, Rav Ashi says, no, my calls manchin chaveri roya, what does it mean that your friend can't see you? The Ka'amar Isi Barnasa and Isi Barnasa said, it's calls manchin chaveri roya as peruay, it's that his friend can't see his exposed flesh, it's okay if a friend sees sees the, sees his friend relieving himself, it's as long as he doesn't actually see his flesh, his flesh, so that's okay. Now the Gemara says, there was a person who's a eulogized, a professional eulogizer that stopped in front of Rav, Na- Rav Nachman. Omar, he said, hava. There was this, this fellow that passed away. He was very modest in his ways. Rav Nachman, Rachman told him, At Did you ever follow him into the bathroom to see whether or not he was actually modest? The time we have a bride, so Ain Karn Sanua, we don't call someone modest, Elamisha Tsunua Besakise, unless you're modest in the Bes Hakise. Rav Nachman, my Nafkalemine. So the Gemara asks, Why does Rav Nachman care whether or not this eulogizer knows whether or not this fellow is actually modest? So we say, Mishum the time, because the Brisa says, Amesim, the same way that they're an exact retribution from a person who passed away because of all the things that they say about him that were false. False, and they're also going to um, exact retribution in Shemaim from the 
And eulogizers too for saying false things and for those that answer amen after them so therefore he actually wanted to determine whether or not this guy was saying a truth or an untruth continues the Gemara who's someone who's modest this is a person who relieves himself at night at the same place he relieved himself in the day ask the Gemara a person should always accustom himself in the morning and the evening to relieve himself so that he shouldn't have to go so far out of the city, so we see that in the we see that only during the day you have to go far away from the city, but at night that you could relieve yourself very close to the city. Visu and furthermore, Rava Biyamama during the day have azil ad mil. He would walk even a mil away from the city. Belayla at nighttime, Armalan the he would tell his servant Panuli Dichter clear a space for me in the city streets, meaning he would relieve himself right there. Vachin Armalir Rabzela Shamer Zera would tell his servant Chaziman de Ikachar Beis Chavraya. Do you see anyone that's on the outside of the Beis Medrash? The Beinol Amifni. I have to relieve myself. So we see day and night is different places to relieve yourself. The Gemara says Loy Tema B'Makayim. It's not the same place. El Ema Kederach Shenifta B'Yayim. The same way that a person does, meaning a person has to be Tsenua. So the Gemara says, Ravashi Amar It's even talking about the same place. It just means that you have to look for a corner. If there's a quiet private corner, so even if it's nighttime, you still should go to that quiet private corner to relieve yourself. Gufa, the Gemara talks about something that we just previously mentioned. A person should accustom himself to relieving himself in the morning and in the evening. This is again before the sun comes up or after it sets. Have to go far away from the city. Tanya and Amihach, we have a brass like this. Ben Aze Oimer Hashkem Vitse, wake up early in the morning and go out to relieve yourself. Hire Vitse, go outside to relieve yourself in the evening. Kadesh is like so that you shouldn't have to go so far away. And Ben Aze continues, Mash Mash Vishav, a person should manipulate himself, which really means stimulate himself in order to uh, in encourage a bowel movement and then he should sit down he shouldn't first sit and then stimulate his bowel movement a person who first sits and then stimulates himself even if they're doing magic in this very far away place all of that magic will cling itself to him because it's an improper thing to do now let's say a person forgot and he sat and then he stimulated himself so how could he fix this so we say when he stands up he should say the following to the spells that might be seeking him out. Loyli, loyli, not on me, not on me. Loy tachim, loy tachtim. These are the names of different magic spells. Loy hani, v'loy mehani. I don't want any of these spells or even a portion of them. Loy charshi de charshasa, not the spells of a sorcerer. V'loy charshi de charshasa, and not the spells of a sorceress. And this is going to chase away those spells. Says the Gemara on Samach Bez, Ahmed Bez on the top. Tanya, ben Azir ben Azir says, Akomishkov, Shachav, you could lay anywhere you want, except for the ground because it's cold and you can get sick. I'll call Moshev Shav on any seat you can sit on. Chutzman Akair except on a high beam because you could fall off and hurt yourself. Amr Shmuel. Shena ba'amra shachar. If a person sleeps at dawn but not past that that's like steel for iron because they would take iron implements and cover them with steel which is much stronger. So it's the same thing. Even though you slept the whole night if you sleep at dawn that kind of seals in the gishmakness and the power of the sleep. Yitzi ba'amra shachar going out during dawn to relieve yourself is also like steel for iron it's the best time to relieve yourself. Kapara used to sell words for money, which means 
He would charge people for his words of wisdom. And what did he say? If you're very hungry, you should eat right away. Because if you eat when you're not so hungry, so it doesn't have as good of an effect as when you are hungry. If you're thirsty, drink right away. If your pot is boiling, pour it out. That means if you really need to relieve yourself, do so right away. If the horn calls out in Rome, it, uh, uh, announcing that people should want to go buy figs. So therefore, Bar Mazmantani, the son of a fig seller, Te'eni Davoch Zavin, should go sell the figs of his father, even though his father is not there. So if he waits till his father comes back to ask him, should I sell your figs? By that time, no one's going to want to buy them. When you go upon the pathways of to go out to the field to relieve yourselves. Don't look to this side or that side. Maybe there's women sitting there and relieving themselves. And it's improper to look at them, so just look straight ahead and continue along your way. Rav Safra went into the bathroom. Rav Abba came and he coughed by the doorway to see if anyone was there. Amr Leis, Rav Safra, who was inside, told him, Lay Omar, come inside. Basr Denafak, after Rav Safra left, Amr Leis, Rav Abba told Rav Safra, Ad Hashle Ailas Laseir, did you go to Seir, the Gamers Loch Mili de Seir, and learn the way of conduct of a bathroom in Seir? Lav Hachitinan, don't we have a Mishnah, Madura Haisasham? There was a bonfire in, the, in a certain area of the base of Mikdash, and there was a bathroom of honor there. What was so honorable about this bathroom? There was a door there. If you found the door closed, you know that someone's there. If you found the door open, you see that no one was there. Alma, we see Lavarach Arahu. It's improper to do what you did which was speak in a bathroom. You shouldn't have spoken and said, come inside. Now, Vuhusava, Rav Safra himself thought that Mesukan, who there of Abu was in danger and that he really needed to relieve himself. Titania, we have a b'raisa. Rav Shem Gamliel, Aymar, Amur HaChoyzer, is that if a person stops, the first push of a bowel movement, that could bring someone to a terrible uh, disease that causes swelling of the stomach. Or if a person stops the first flow of urine, they'll bring a person to jaundice. And Rav Safra thought that that's what, where Rav Abba, that's what Rav Abba's situation was. And that's why he told him, come inside. He thought it was dangerous. Now another story about Beis HaKisei. Rabbi Lezer, all of Beis Rabbi Lezer went into a Beis HaKisei. A Persian came along. Other Gersai say it's a Roman and we'll see really why it's a Roman. He shoved him to the side. So come Rebbe Lezer of so got up and left. He realizes a sign from Shemaim he shouldn't be here. And what happened? Asa a snake came, shamte le karkashte, and ripped out the rectum of this Roman and killed him. And Kari Ali so Rebbe said the following, I will place a person in your stead. Maybe this was supposed to happen to Rebbe and because this Persian pushed him to the side, this Roman pushed him to the side, he was saved. I'll take Adam, don't say a person's in your place, Ella Edom, a Edom, which is really a Roman, comes in your place. Now, a story about being modest in a base HaKisei that could save your life. Shaul HaMelech was chasing David HaMelech to kill him. David HaMelech was hiding in a cave, and Shaul HaMelech entered that cave to use the restroom. David HaMelech, instead of killing him, cut off a corner of his garment. And then after Shaul HaMelech left, David HaMelech called out to him and said the following, Va'amar, and he said, L'haragcha, to kill you. Va'tachesolecha, and he protected you. Ask the Gemara, Va'amar, and he said, Va'amartim bayalei. David HaMelech should have said, and I said to kill you. Va'tachas, instead of saying, and he had mercy on you. Va'chastimi bayalei. David HaMelech should have said, 
I had mercy on you and didn't kill you. Um, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer says, Amalei Devil Shaul, this is what David told Shaul, Menatera ben Harigata. Really, Menatera, you should be killed. Shere Roidefata, because you're chasing me to kill me. Vatera, Menatera says, Balarakhav, someone comes to kill you, Hashkim Lahargai, you get up and kill him first. Ella, why didn't I kill you? Tsniyas Shaisabach, it was the modesty that you showed. Hichasalecha, that's what protected you. Now, Umayhi, what was the modesty that he showed? Dechsevet says, Vayevel Gidris Tzayn. And Shaul came to the sheep pens, Aladarch, that were along the way. Vishama Ara, and there there was a cave. Vayava Shaul, Lahasech Raglov, and Shaul came in to shelter his feet, which means to relieve himself. Tana, and the Bryce explains this, Gadr lifnimi gadr. It was a fence that was inside another fence, Umar lifnimi ar, and there was a cave inside another cave. So Davar Melch saw that he was so modest that he went inside a double fence and inside a double cave, he recognized that he's so modest, I'm not going to kill him. Now what's this Lashen of Lahaseich to shelter his feet? Amr Abelazar, Mamesh Asikech Atme Kesukah, is that he covered his feet like a sukkah, like a canopy, that when he relieved himself, he didn't just completely reveal himself, he just covered everything that was was exposed with his garment. Now, continuing this discussion and not discussion, this conversation between David and Shaul. David got up and he cut off the corner of the garment that Shaul was wearing. Balat. He did this quietly. Anyone that treats garments with disdain, he's not going to have pleasure from them. Shinemar says that when David Melch was old, David Melch was old, Babayamim coming along in days, and they covered him with clothing, and it did not warm him. He treated David Shaul Hamelch's garments improperly, so later on his own garments did not warm him. We should be very careful with all the wonderful clothing Hashem gives us. And continues the Gemara discussing David and Shaul HaMelch. Im Hashem hasischa bi. David HaMelch said, if Hashem incited you against me, talking to Shaul, then Yarach Mincha, Hashem should take my tefillah as an offering. Amr Abelazar, Abelazar says, Amr Akash Baruch Hashem said, Ledavid to David, Mesus Karsli, are you calling me an inciter that I incited Shaul against you? Harayin Machshilcha Badavar, I'm going to cause you to stumble with something that even the children learn in Cheder know. The Chesavit says, When you raise up the heads of the Jews to count them, every single person has to give an atonement for himself, meaning everyone's got to give a machzas ha-shekel, and we count the half-shekels. We don't count people, we count money that represents the people. Miyad, what happened? That an insider, meaning the Satan, stood up against the Jews. And it says that this insider, the Satan, told David, Yosses is David, and he incited David Bohem on them, on the Jews. Lamer saying, Leich man es Yisrael, go count the Jews. And David HaMelech went, and he counted the Jews. And when he counted them, he didn't take an atonement for them. Again, he didn't take a token that was representative of the people. He just counted them one, two, three. The Chesivet says, V'yitain Hashem dever be Yisrael. Therefore Hashem placed a plague against the Jews. From the morning until the appointed time. Now the Gemara asks, my ace what does this mean, the appointed time? Amar Shmuel Saba, Chasane, it was from the time that the Talmud in the morning is shechted, from when they sprinkle its blood, and Rabbi Yechon Mamish, that the plague lasted all the way until Chatzois. So David Amalek was punished for counting the Jews without having some sort of token to represent them, and there was a huge plague. Now, talking about this plague, Hashem told the Malach that was over this plague, destroy amongst the people Rav. He told them, he told the Malach, take a great one from the Jews. 
Jews, because I have many debts to collect from them. So therefore, instead of killing many people, let me just take someone who's great that represents many people. At that time, he is the equivalent of the majority of the Sanhedrin. He was such a great man. Now regarding this plague, it says, and in the destruction, Hashem Hashem saw and he was comforted. My Ra, what did Hashem see, so to speak, that comforted him? There's a number of different opinions. Amarav, Ra'ah, he saw Yaakov Avinu, the merit that's produced by Yaakov Avinu. The Chesivit says, Yaakov, Kasher Ra'am. Yaakov saw, Yaakov said when he saw them, referring to the Malachim that were accompanying him. So Hashem saw those Malachim that were accompanying Yaakov and those were merit for the Jews. Shmuel Amar, Afr Shal Yitzchak Ra'ah. Hashem saw the ashes of Yitzchak, of the Sheep that was brought in Yitzchak's stead by the Akedah Shenemar says, Alakim Yerolei Haseh. Avram told Yitzchak that, that Hashem will show us a sheep to shecht, and then they found the sheep and they shechted it. So those ashes were brought up in front of Hashem as a merit for the Jews. Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Amar, Kesef Kippurim Ra, he saw the money of atonement, which is referring to the Machtas Hashakel. Shenemar says in the Pasuk, Valkachas Kesef Kippurim, Meis Ben Israel, you should take the money of atonement from the Jews. And later on in the Pasuk it says, Vahayul Zikarin, and they will be for a remembrance. And now this is when they were. were for a remembrance for the Jews, Hashem saw them and saved the Yidden from this plague. Rabbi Yechon Amar, Beis HaMikdash Ra, Hashem saw the Beis HaMikdash, the Chesavit says, Bahar Hashem Yehra'eh, Hashem will show himself on the mountain of Hashem, so it's the Beis HaMikdash that produced this merit for the Yidden. Pligibar, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, they argue. Chad Amar once says, Kesef Kippurim Ra, that Hashem saw this money of atonement, the Machzaz HaShekel. Vachad Amar Beis HaMikdash Ra, that he saw the Beis HaMikdash. Umastabra, and it makes sense, Kemad Amar Beis HaMikdash Ra, that he saw the Beis HaMikdash. Shemar, it says, Asher Omer Hayoim, that it will be said every single day by Hashem that Hashem will show himself on his mountain. So every single day we use the Beis HaMikdash as a, as a merit for the Jews. Continues the Gemara explaining the Mishnah, a person should not use it as a shortcut. My Kapandria, what is a Kapandria? Amarava, Kapandria Kishma, it's its name. Shortcut. Rav Chana Bar Adam Ishmed Rav Sama Breed Rav Mari Amar. He says Kemada Amar Inish. It's like the way people say Ad Ad Makifna Adari. Instead of going around the rows of houses, Eil Baha, I will go into this, meaning into the shul. So Ad Ad Makifna Adari sounds like Kapandria. Amar Rav Nachman Amar Rav Baravua. We have three halachas regarding shortcuts. Hanechans the base knesses a person goes into shul. Almanash loyal says kapandria. You don't have intent to make it a shortcut. Mutal says kapandria. It's allowed to become a shortcut for you. Rav Avo Amar im hayashvil mekare. If this place was originally a pathway and then they built a shul on it, mutter, then you're allowed to use it as a shortcut. Amar Rav Chelbay. Amar Rav Huna. Hanechans the base knesses a person goes into shul. Lispal to Davin. Mutal says kapandria. You're allowed to make it a shortcut. Shemrat says uvaya ma'arts of neashem ma'adim. When the people would come in front of Hashem on the festivals, so you had to go to the base of mikdash. And the Pasuk continues and tells me whoever came in through the north gate has to leave through the south gate. Part of the mitzvah of visiting the base of Mikdash is you have to walk through the entire length of the Azara to show that you're so happy as opposed to just walking in and leaving through the same door. So the concept of going in one door and going out the other door while you're there for tefillah is beseder. It's not considered a shortcut. Continues the Gemara or Kikim Kavachaymer. The Mishnah told us that you're not allowed to spit in a base of Knesses, Mikavachaymer, a Kavachaymer from the Har Habayas. Amrav Bibi, Amrav Yeshua, Ben Levi, called Reki Barabais, a person spits on Harabais, was Manazah. Nowadays, Kilu Rakak, Bibas Enoi, it's as if he spit inside the eye of Hashem. Shnemar says, Vahoya Eni, Vilibi Shom, Kal Yamim. My eyes and hearts are there all the days, meaning after destruction of Beis Amikdash, Hashem is still on Harabais, no spitting on Harabais. 
Amarava, Rava tells us, Rikiko Besaknasus Sharia, spitting in a shoal is mutter, midid hava minel, just like wearing shoes. Ma minel, baharabayas aser, just like wearing shoes on harabayas is aser, Besaknasus mutter, but it's mutter to wear shoes in a shoal. Afrikika baharabayas huda aser, so too. Rikika on harabayas is aser, but Besaknasus Shari, but it's permitted in a shoal. Amalir of Papa Rava, Papa tells Rava, Amalir of Vinal Rava, Amalir of Adra Masal Rava, Adiyafi minel, instead of learning from shoes that it's mutter to spit in a shoal, Neav Mekapanji, learn from a shortcut that it's aser to spit in shoal. Amalir, Taniyafi minel, Atana learns from shoes that it's mutter to spit in shul. and you want to learn from a shortcut. Maihi, what's this Tana? The Tana, we have a brisa. Loi kanasadu maharabayas. A person shouldn't go onto harabayas. Loi makloi b'shabiyadi. Not with his staff in his hand. Loi minolai shabiragloi. Not with his shoes on his feet. Loi maizhatsurum loi b'sedinai. Not with his money tied in his kerchief. Ubimbedasim mishbalas lacharev. Or his money belt tied on the outside because it looks like he's going to harabayas to do business. Loi asa kapanjra. He shouldn't make it a shortcut. Urikikim kalvacharim minol. And a person shouldn't spit on harabayas. Kalvacharim from shoes. Just like wearing shoes is not a re- disrespectful thing in the ways of the world. Nonetheless, the Torah tells us, Remove your shoes from your feet because it's a holy place. So, so spinning, which this is a dis- disrespectful thing as a whole throughout the day. Like Kosh for sure, on Harabayas, a person is not allowed to spit. Rabbi Yisra, Rabbi Huda he argues with that in and he says, I don't need this Kavachamer. How are you? I have a different Pasuk that tells me, Mordechai was not allowed to come to the gate of the king of Achashverosh with his sackcloth. Just like sackcloth, when a person's mourning, that's not a bad thing to wear in front of people. Kach Rikika Shimuslafne Kach Rikika Shimuusa spitting, which is Maos in front of people, if name Malchamachamakoshkane, for sure in front of the King of Kings, a person is not allowed to spit. But we but Rava still has the opinion of the Tanakama that tells us that just like wearing shoes is improper on Harabayas, so too a person's not allowed to spit on Harabayas. So that's why he learns from a shoal, which is mutter to wear shoes in shoal, so it's mutter to spit in shoal. So Amrlay, so whoever had asked him this question, he told him in response, no, anahakamina, this is what I was trying to say. Let's say that spitting both on Harabayas and in a shoal is both Asr. on the top. and let's say the following Harabayas to Asr Minal, the Harabayas that it's Asr to wear shoes on it, shoes on it, Lilfa me minal. So let's learn the Isra of spitting from the Isra of shoes, Avil Beis Knesses, but a shoal, the Sharbi middle, that it's mother to wear sh- shoes in a shoal, Adiyal from middle, instead of learning from shoes, Ula Heter, and therefore it would be permitted to spit, Neil Mikapandria, let's learn from a shortcut, Vlasar, and say the same way it's Asr to take a shortcut through a shoal, so too it's Asr to spit in a shoal. So Elam Rav Rav says you're right. Kibesa, we learn from a house. Ma besa, just like a person's house, like a panja kapit inish. A person does not allow his house to be used as a shortcut. Arikiku minol loy kapit inish, but people allow other people to spit and wear shoes in their house. Afbesa knesa, so to a shul. Kapanja huda aser, using a shul as a shortcut is aser. Rikiku minol shari, but spitting and wearing shoes is mutter. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.